This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Company presents Sports Talk 790 Astroline. Astroline. The official off-season show of Astros baseball. World Series champion. Time to chat about your champs. Call 713-212-5790. 713-212-5790. Man, this is awesome, man. We're in championship city. Live from Pluckers Wing Bar on Shepherd. Sports Talk 790 Astroline starts now. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Astroline, presented by the Carbox Brewing Company. Bill Brown with Tyler White tonight on our off-season hot stove radio show. Right here at Pluckers Wings Bar, 1400 Shepherd. Uh, good audience here tonight for Tyler White. And uh, Tyler, give us an update on how your off-season is going. It started a little late, thankfully. Yeah, yeah, it was... Uh... Like you said, it was, a, it was a great, great end of the season there, and uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a good off season so far. It's uh, started working out right around Thanksgiving. Uh, went home back to North Carolina for a week, and uh, yeah, since Thanksgiving, I've been here, been uh, working out a lot and playing a lot of golf. Well, this is exactly what you dreamed of as a kid to be a world champion. How does it feel? Oh yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, almost daily, uh, it's almost like you think back, and it seems surreal. It's almost like. And uh, you have to think about it to, to realize that it happened. It's been uh, a crazy experience and uh, definitely the best baseball experience of my life, for sure. And uh, you were in the parade, right? For sure, yep. What was your experience looking out at that, that sea of people, most of whom were wearing orange, and and uh, just uh, everything that you could think back of as far as your memories of the season and then what these people were enjoying? How did it hit you? Oh, it was it was amazing. Uh <laughs> The, seeing the people hanging off of the uh, the parking garages yeah. and stuff, which for me was uh, was was awesome. Just uh, seeing, you could even see arms hanging out. You couldn't even see people. You could see arms trying to video. I mean, it was uh, it was awesome, and the support was 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 great. Just people people coming out, and I think they said there was close to a million people there. And that's uh, it's it's insane. The uh, support Houston had for us was was great. For a North Carolina boy, that's high cotton, isn't it? It is. That's a uh, there's a lot of people for, for where where I come from and everything. You don't see that many people very often. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question for Tyler, you can uh, get on social media, and we have Sarah Kincard with us tonight. Hashtag Astroline for your question for Tyler White tonight. We'll be here until seven o'clock, and uh, there's a lot to talk about. In addition to everything this team has done. Now, uh, the direction for the future, it takes on a whole different feel for you uh, with what the team has done this year to be a defending champion. Is there any talk now uh, with the guys that you're working out with about defending the championship? Oh, for sure. I think that's everyone's goal. I mean, uh, the the same team pretty much is coming back. It's the, the same core of the team, and I think that uh, that definitely going to go out there, and uh, that's that's the goal for the season. I don't think we want to 
come up any short of what we did this year. And uh, and I definitely think we have the, the pieces to do it again. And uh, we have a great team, great team chemistry, which is one of the biggest things. Everybody gets along so well. And uh, always having fun. It's laid back. It's fun. But uh, we know when it's time to, to get down to business. And, uh, yeah, I think it's definitely that's the, the 2018 goal. Let's do a little rewind for you, Tyler. Go back to your Major League debut with Matt Boltz, showing us a highlight of opening day 2016 in the Bronx, and you come up with your first Major League hit. Got a lot of folks from Carolina here, family and friends, including his coach at Western Carolina, Pete Mirando. Waves the bat around. This guy can crush. The pitch is a liner up the middle base hit. Tyler White checks in. He's one for one as a Major Leaguer. Welcome to the big leagues with a big smile at first base. Rich Dower, first base coach for the Astros with his hands on his shoulders. And what a thrill it's got to be for his family and friends getting a chance to be here in New York to watch Tyler get his first major league hit. And you didn't uh, leave anybody in doubt. You took care of it right away. You've probably read about guys who come up and they go 0 for 20, and uh, that would be a tough way to break in, but uh, no such case for Tyler White. Yeah, it was, uh, like you said, I was, I remember going, getting two strikes, and my whole family was there, and that was the uh, the only game they were going to be able to make it. It was, I think, supposed to play on a Monday. It rained out, so we ended start, started on Tuesday. So uh, I had like 34, 35 people in the stands, and uh, I got two strikes, and I was like, just just don't strike out. Just make contact, and uh, luckily I, I made good contact and hit it right up the middle, and uh, yeah, it was a moment I'll never forget. And and not many guys get to do it with their coach watching. How about that experience? Yeah, he uh, he had to be there. He he made a huge sacrifice to be there. He did everything he could, and uh, he got up there. And, yeah, it was great to see him there. Uh, coach Miranda uh, stays in touch with me. He texts me almost every day, at least once a week. And he's, uh, he's a great guy. He was a great coach. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was a special moment for sure. Now, Western Carolina, I was trying to remember, there have been a few big league players from there, right, before you made it. Uh, yes, uh, Greg Holland is probably one of the bigger ones. Uh, I don't I'm trying to think of uh, who it would have been. I think there's been a couple more, but I know Greg Holland's probably the most successful so far. He's had an all-star game, and uh, he's been very successful. He sure has. His name's out there as far as uh, people trying to sign him as a free agent. But, you know, it's that time of year when uh, there are a lot of people who are unattached as far as teams go. So it's, it's kind of a merry-go-round. I can imagine that you're looking down the road someday thinking, oh, I wonder what it's like to be a free agent. You know, there's a lot of questioning in your mind probably when you are one. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's uh, it's crazy to see. I mean, between free agent signings and trades and everything, just uh, the big names floating around this year. And it's been uh, it's been fun to watch. On, uh, I basically keep up with it on, like, social media, Twitter, and, and things like that. So, yeah, it's been a, it's been a fun offseason to watch. Let's revisit another moment from your first Major League Series. And this was actually your third career game. Evaldi set just above the belt. Delivers the 0-1. And White hits it into left center field. This backs up Ellsbury. Still going back at the wall. And that ball is gone! First Major League home run for Tyler White. And the Astros jump out to a 2-0 lead. He just hits, man. Tyler White absolutely rakes. He's not intimidated. Yankee Stadium, I don't care. First time as a major leaguer, he's taking his hacks. The first major league home run and first major league RBIs for Tyler White. What an amazing start. You were player of the week. 
your first week in the American League. Uh, first uh, position player to get that award his first week in the big leagues. And, uh, I mean, people were asking you, is it this easy? Uh, that was amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was uh, It was. A crazy week. It's, it's, I almost don't even remember it. It, it happened so fast. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that pitch right there, I've told people since then that uh, I thought it was a fastball and it ended up being a splitter. I didn't even – I had no idea. And, uh, yeah, it was just – everything was going right. It was uh, – I was putting good swings on balls. And, uh, yeah, it was a great week and a great start to, uh, to my big league career. And Yankee Stadium. Of all places, that makes it even more special, doesn't it? Oh yeah, it was it was great. It was uh, I mean that's a special place to get to play, and uh, I mean it felt like everyone was right in my face those first couple of games. <laughs> Nerves and being in Yankee Stadium and uh, everybody watching for the first time, and it was uh, but I mean that's what you dream of, and uh, you just have to look at it as a baseball game. It's the same as you've been playing your whole life, and uh, that's what I try to get in my mind, even though that was really difficult. But yeah, it was a. Uh, it was a ton of fun, and it uh, just never gets any worse, though. It's always that much fun every day. Uh, going through that spring, and you were very solid to make the big league club uh, because you hadn't been on the 40-man roster coming in spring training, but uh, at what point did you really think, yeah, I've got a good chance to make this club? Uh, I mean, I, I didn't want to get my hopes up, so the day I wasn't super – I didn't know until the day he told me. I was trying to keep in my mind, just keep playing good, keep – Keep uh, doing the best I can and uh, just leave it up to them. Don't don't have any doubts in my mind that I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and uh, that's what that's what I did. I went in there and I played very well. I was uh, I was ready. I was I, I played in the Dominican Republic that off season to uh, get myself baseball ready, and uh, yeah, had a had a great great spring training and uh, ended up making the team. And it was it was crazy. My parents were actually in Florida at the time, which was really cool. Yeah. Um, now, as you look back on it. At what point did it become easier to relax for a game as you went through those first few weeks as a major leaguer? Did you uh, eventually get to this feeling of, oh, this is part of my routine now. It's natural. This is normal. I'm a big leaguer. I belong here, that kind of thing. Yeah, I think it's more of, a, like you said, a routine. Once you get your routine down, I think no matter where you're playing, I've, I've jumped up and down. I think uh, just being in a routine is big no matter whether I was in AAA or in the big leagues, I uh, I try to keep to the same routine. And uh, same with pitchers. No matter who I'm facing, I stick with the same routine. And I know if I play my game, then I'll be successful. And uh, I just try to stick with that because if you do let the moment get to you, I think that uh, that can hurt you. Mm-hmm. Player moves. You may or may not be locked in on everything that's going on. You're working out. You're getting ready for next season. Joe Smith, right-handed reliever, has joined the Astros now on a free agent contract, a two-year deal, 33 years old. A well-traveled uh, reliever who is coming off a very good year with Toronto and Cleveland. Uh, you know much about Joe Smith? I do not know a whole lot about him, but uh, I mean, I looked up his numbers and he had a really good season last year. And uh, yeah, it was a good pickup. I mean, I'm excited that we picked him up. He uh, uh, checked out his Twitter, seemed like a good, good guy. And uh, yeah, it's a, it'll be a good pickup for sure. Everything we're hearing about him is positive, and uh, he did. Meet with the media this morning, but that was 9:30. That's a little early for us, right? <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, Anthony Ghost. Have you uh, crossed paths with Anthony Ghost at all? I think I did, but I think he was an outfielder when I crossed right. paths with him. Yeah. Right. And now he's a pitcher. Yeah. Left-handed pitcher, and the Astros took him in the Rule Five draft, and uh, so that's going to be interesting this spring. Yeah, I was uh, I was informed of that this morning while I was working out that we picked him up in the draft, and. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that's kind of cool. I, I heard he was throwing. He throws really hard, and uh, yeah, he was a he was a good outfitter. So. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah. You're listening to Astroline presented by Carbach Brewing Company, and you can check them out at carbachbrewing.com. We'll be back with Tyler White right after this on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Here's the 1-0. And White drives this one deep to left field. Here's the even move. A two-run home run into the Landry's Crawford boxes. And Tyler White adds to the Astros' lead. It's 14-7. to White. With his first of the year. He has driven in four in this game. And Tyler drives this one deep to left center field. And sends back Herrera still going back. And that ball is gone. Tyler White with his second home run of the game. And the Astros lead is 16-7. to Well, he wasn't waiting around to check out how. First pitch breaking ball. And, oh, mama, Tyler White sends it out to center field. Second career multi-homer game for White. Well, you had 11 total bases in that game. That's a good week. <laughs> what is your best major league game so far? We've uh, heard the highlight of the Yankees game. And uh, you had your, your third major league game, your first home run. And now this one, last year against Toronto, four hits and five runs batted in. Yeah, I would definitely say that was probably my best uh, statistical game. Uh, I know I had a, another two run or two home run game in uh, Chicago in 2016, but uh, yeah, I think that for sure was my. I think I had three extra base hits in that game. Yeah. So that was. That's a day to remember. Well, we have some questions, social media questions. Sarah Kincart, what do you have for us? Yeah, Tyler, we have a comment from a woman on our Facebook live stream. And she said that you spent some time with her son before one of the games, signing an autograph, taking a photo, and that it made his life. What's it like having that impact on the youth? Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. It's what you uh, it's what you do it for. It's to uh, to get to see the kids. It's uh, it is awesome. It's fun to go out there, and it's fun to uh, to be able to sign autographs, to be able to uh, to just to to make them enjoy the game, to give them that opportunity. And yeah, it's uh, it's awesome and. Uh, it's, I try to do it as much as I can. You have another one for us? Yes. Yeah, so um, this is kind of a snowball question for you, but someone in the audience wants to know, what do you feed your beard, Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> feed it? I try, I try to take care of it a little bit. I, I throw some conditioner in it sometimes and some beard oil, but uh, no, I've just I've just been letting it grow for a pretty long time now. And, yeah, I mean, I haven't shaved it in a long time. So, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to... Uh, to get get on Dallas's level, so we'll see we'll see what happens. That's awesome. Now, did Dallas uh, promise to shave his beard? I think the, there was something about shaving it for charity, right? I heard that, but I don't know if he's actually done it or not. He hasn't uh, done it. We, we've no, seen he him hasn't recently. done it. Yeah, I've, I've seen him. I've seen him recently, and he hasn't done it. But uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I'd, I'd heard I'd heard tell of it, but I don't know if it'll ever happen. So. The 2018 spring training schedule gets underway February 23rd at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. Make your plans now to see the World Series champion Houston Astros this spring. For all there is to see and do, visit thepalmbeaches.com. We were talking during the break about some guys uh, going down early this year to, to West Palm Beach. How did that facility strike you last year in its first year? Oh, it was it was awesome. It was, uh, I mean, the West Palm Beach area in itself is, is beautiful, and uh, it was it was a lot of fun being out there and uh, getting to be in a brand-new facility and uh, getting to, I mean, everyone around there was learning, learning the facility, learning the uh, 
how, how spring training it goes. And, I mean, it was a totally different crew of people, and it was our first time there. But, uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it, it went great. It was so, it was so much fun being in the West Palm Beach area and uh, getting to be a part of, uh, I mean, the new, the new uh, stadium. Where are you with regard to your off-season workout schedule compared to where you would have been had there not been any postseason? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, tr- I try to get in there as soon as the season ended. I had to, uh, actually, my sister got married. I, I had to go home for that, like, a week after the season ended. So, uh, yeah, but after, as soon as that that was over, I got back in the gym. So, uh, I mean, I might have missed a week or two, but uh, I try to get back in there as fast as possible so that that wouldn't happen. Yeah, and uh, just everybody you've heard from, uh, your your family, friends, extended family uh you probably heard from everybody you ever knew after you won the world series right oh yeah it was a a a lot of text messages messages a lot of phone calls it was uh but yeah i mean it was a lot of fun it's fun getting to talk to everybody and just uh share the experience uh as best as i can it's hard to uh it's hard to put it into words but i do my best and uh yeah i mean it's it's fun i mean those people they've supported me coming up the whole time i've been uh I've been in pro ball from even into high school and college. They've uh, they've been big supporters. Everybody back home, and uh, yeah, I, I, I like to talk to them. I like to uh, to kind of give them try to give them the best uh, experience that I can that or my best experience. You are quite a success story yourself. Thirty third round draft choice, very low signing bonus. You worked hard. You got here. How would you recommend to somebody else that they follow that path? Yeah, it's a, it's the same thing. You just you can't give up. You can't uh, you can't let people doubt you. You just have to do uh, what you're good at, the best you can, and let your uh, and uh, make your weaknesses better. I think that would be uh, my advice. Is to uh, like I said, uh, yeah, you, you're where you're at for a reason. Whether it's college ball or you get drafted late, you you got there for a reason. You have to continue to be successful in that, and then bring your weaknesses up to that and i think that's what i try to do and uh so far it's been pretty good to well you've had to learn different positions for one thing you wound up playing a little second base in fact how was that yeah i had a lot of fun uh, i mean i've had a couple of starts at second base in the big leagues uh left field in the big leagues and uh yeah first base as you know and uh a couple games at third but in the in the minor leagues this year i played every position i played short third second first DH outfield, so uh, yeah, but I mean it's been a blast every day going to the field and having to check the lineup to see where you're playing is is, is a lot of fun and it gives you a reason to uh, go out there and work on different different positions and uh, gives you a reason to get extra work in every day at, defensively and I think that's a good thing. And you even pitched. How was that experience? I did. I mean, I gave up a home run in both outings, which are just kind of bad. But I think I've only threw to nine batters and in two innings, which isn't that bad if you think of it in that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I just try to go out there and uh, give the bullpen a little break when the game was uh, had got a little bit out of hand. And uh, I think I think I did my job both times. I tried my best at least. Well, you're telling yourself, I'm sure, I have to throw strikes first and foremost, right, so we can get out of here. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It's, uh, I know this year the first, like, five pitches I had two balls hit hard off of me. And Altuve looks at me, he's like, throw, throw it slow, throw it slower. <laughs> And then from the next, like, 15 pitches, I see I was trying to see if I could throw every pitch a little bit slower than the last one. And it ended up working out. I ended up getting three straight outs, which was, which was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been fun. It's something not many people get to say they can 
they've done, and uh, yeah, I've, I've, been, I've enjoyed every second of it. That was good advice from number 27. Are you tempted to just just throw one of those EFAS pitches up there because you know how hard it is to hit one of those. Yeah, it was, I was pretty close this year. I think I think I was in the like mid low 60s. So it was, <laughs> I think that's I think that's pretty close. But yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, like I said, it's it's fun. You go out there and you just try to uh, try to give the guys out in the bullpen a break. And uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. You're still competitive though. It's yeah, absolutely. <laughs> You're always competing no matter what it is. Yeah. Tiddly winks, you name it. As you go to uh, West Palm here in, in a short time, really just a few weeks, uh, and this club, as you mentioned, it, it won't turn over very much. So there is that competition there, and it's uh, that's the case with one of the best teams, in this case the best team in baseball, for anybody going to spring training. But it's just hard to crack this club, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, like you said, it's the best team in baseball. Last year, World Series champions, we were the best team in baseball. So uh, that's what, I mean, when I was down looking up, it was, I mean, you, you you just keep playing your best down there and see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you want what happened to happen. You want mm-hmm. to be the World Series champion. And uh, it was good that I made the got to be a part of it. I got to travel and everything, even though I didn't make the last two uh, rosters. But uh, I made the first one, so it got me on the travel and uh, traveled everywhere. And that was, it was amazing. And uh, I think that just uh, is part of the hard work. I mean, I put in the hard work. Uh, played a lot of the year in the minor leagues but i got i got to make that first series so i got to have the experience which was which was awesome and uh and i said that to uh, all the guys every time we made it past another round or clinched uh division or whatever all the guys that were that got to be a part of it whether it be kempy or reed or just all those guys it's like we we worked hard this year down there to be a part of this and now we're getting to uh to experience it and that's what uh that's what it's all about no matter what what <laughs> What part you have, you gotta you gotta do your part the best, and uh, you get to get to have the experience with the best base, baseball team. Now, what went into your mental scrapbook of all the postseason games, all the plays? What really stands out the most for you? <laughs> There's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, just the the biggest thing I'm sure was George's home run in Game Seven. I mean, that was he hit. Like 15 of them in the final seven games or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable how he how good he was playing. But uh, I mean that that home that three it was a three run homer, right? Uh, and that was uh, it was amazing and it gave us that uh, a little bit of a cushion on the lead, even though I was still just as nervous in the, the last inning. Up, I mean it was still every pitch as nervous I've, as I've ever been. But uh, yeah, that was probably the the biggest part, just because it, it was down to game seven, it was there and. Uh, and, I mean, he hit that homer, which was huge. But, I mean, you think back on it, there were so many Bregman's walk-off hit. I mean, there were so many big plays that uh, that just, I mean, everybody only, that was in that lineup, every pitcher, I mean, they accomplished so much. And it was uh, it was amazing to be a part of and so much fun to watch. I mean, probably the best best World Series in, the, in history. It was it was crazy, crazy games. And how about the fans? Were you uh, really so pleasantly surprised by the response from the fans of Houston? You'd seen them respond before, but not like this. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was amazing. It's so loud. The, the stadium being, I think, being inside just makes it just insane. I mean, just so loud. And, uh, yeah, it was it was so much fun. It was uh, definitely, I think, the loud, loudest stadium I was in in the playoffs. And it was so much fun. The fans are, fans are awesome. And then, yeah, it's it's like I said, it's, it's so hard to put into words the experience. It's it's crazy. <laughs> when it was all over, when you were in the clubhouse, uh, any any comments that your teammates 
made to you stand out? Any any memorable feeling from that clubhouse and the celebration afterwards? Uh, I think something I'll never be able to wipe from my memory is Reddick and his little American flag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean I mean everybody was just I think everybody was at, at a loss for words. It was uh, such an amazing experience. But uh, I mean I know I've seen some guys cry. I mean I seen it was it was it was insane. And I think. It's hard to pick out one guy. I mean, everybody, you, you had words with everybody. That was, it was awesome, and uh, it's just an experience I'll definitely never forget. And how about the way A.J. Hinch used the bullpen? How surprised were you by that? I mean, it was it was unbelievable. We won the World Series. Yeah, it was great, and uh, we, I mean, every night it was, uh, it was a battle. Like, I mean... It was a battle, and, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was awesome. That's the story from Tyler White. We'll have a lot more. You're listening to Astroline, presented by Carbach Brewing Company. Check them out at carbachbrewing.com. We'll be back with Tyler White right after this on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Bottom of the first inning and on the mound for Detroit is right-hander Justin Verlander. White drills this deep to left field and kiss that one goodbye. Over the last Crawford boxes. White with his fourth home run of the year. And the Astros lead it three to nothing. Power stroke from Tyler White off the community leader sign over the Landry's Crawford boxes. And we mentioned that margin for error inside for Verlander. That went at 90 miles per hour. Left in a hurry. Home run off Justin Verlander, who was to become your teammate. And that has to be something special from a guy who was an MVP, a Cy Young Award winner, and now he adds to the legend by being a world champion. Oh, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, and he'll, he'll probably tell you I got lucky or something, but <laughs> I, was, I was waiting on that pitch. But, no, he's uh, – I mean, he showed he was he's one of the best pitchers in baseball and has been for a long time, and, uh, I mean – I don't know how I've done it either. It was uh, <laughs> just put a good swing, I guess. But, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. And like you said, he's a World Series champion now. And uh, couldn't have been happier to add him to the team. He was he was the, uh, unbelievable throughout the last month and into the playoffs. It was, it was so much fun to watch. What were your thoughts when you heard about that trade? I mean, it was uh, Justin Verlander. I got to be a Justin Verlander's teammate. And, uh not going to lie, a lot of people from back home texted me and was like, hey, you think you'll remember that you had a home run off of him? <laughs> so I had a lot, a lot of text messages and just my buddies asked me that. And I was like, I don't know, probably not. But uh, <laughs> we'll see. But, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy and, I mean, unbelievable pitcher, like I said. So, yeah, I mean, so excited to be his teammate and get to uh, get, just get to – I mean, he's a normal down-to-earth guy. It was good to get to talk to him and just pick his brain about baseball. I mean, he's a – He's a student of the game, which is it's fun to see that. It's fun to see guys who have been so good and are still doing it at a high level that uh, that just they study the game and they know every night, every time they go out there to play, he's uh, he's ahead of the game already because he's he's did his research and he's uh, he's just he he puts himself one step ahead because he knows what he's doing. Questions for Tyler White on Twitter, hashtag AstroLine. Sarah, what do you have for us? Yeah, Tyler, you're getting a lot of great White Shark shout-outs and mentions. Did you have any other nicknames growing up or coming up through the organization? Uh, nothing like that. It was always something to do with my name, T. White, T. Dub, stuff like that. But, no, the, the Great White's pretty cool. That's something that uh, I guess I got right after the first couple of weeks of the season there. And, uh, yeah, it was, it's been 
it's stuck a little bit. It's it's pretty cool, and uh, yeah, I love seeing I love seeing that from the fans. It's fun to see. We get a lot of it was Shark Week. It's Shark Week, or now it's like Shark Week's come early, so um, it's a big fan favorite. So hopefully we'll see that continue next year as well. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I love seeing it. We'd like to welcome our listeners tonight from the pride of Southwest Louisiana and Sulphur on Sports Radio 1310 KEZM. Owner Bruce Merchant is a longtime partner and affiliate of the World Series champions here on the Houston Astros Radio Network. Glad to have Sulphur with us tonight. And all right as well. And Tyler, uh, looking at this club for next year, uh, we are going to see a lot of familiar faces. But we might see some guys who get in more of a full season, like Carlos Correa. There were a fair number of injuries on this team last year. Could this team possibly be better next year? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think it, it can get anything but better with guys like Bregman getting all the more experienced guys like Correa. I mean, I think all, all, everybody's getting better. I mean, somehow Altuve does better every year. I don't even know how he does it, but the guy just never stops, and it's unbelievable. I mean, guys like Marlon, who this year had an unbelievable year, so he's, he can all he can do is go out and get better. He's uh, he does it every year, and he's uh, he's a really unbelievable player that I think it's uh, gets overlooked a little bit because he's on such a great team. And I mean, guys like I mean George is still a young player. He's still he's still getting better. And from the the pitchers, I think the bullpen, seeing Musgrove, Davinsky, those guys step up. And you, I mean, I don't think you people realize that those guys have just broken into the league not long ago. And I think. Uh, I think those guys will continue to get better, and I think for sure it'll be could definitely be a better team next year. And I think, like I said, that's that's the goal. It's to be to be a better team than we were this year. Even though it was the year we wanted, I think you can always get better. Because of the injuries, the depth was really needed. And when you were at AAA, you looked around and you saw a lot of good players around you on the field. Oh yeah, I mean our AAA team. I think the numbers the numbers showed it was uh, we had. One through nine, probably the best AAA lineup you could have. And, uh, yeah, I mean, every night we went out there and we, we planned to score ten runs. If we scored less than less than five, we had a terrible game. And if we scored like seven or eight, it was like a normal game. So it was uh, it was crazy going out there and just playing with those guys, especially when we hit that. We had a little hot streak in like June or so. And it was just unbelievable the runs we put on the board from Kemp leading off and getting on base every time to Moran just – being unbelievable fisher was the best player ever i mean he was so good and yeah i mean it's just top to bottom just guys who i think reed was the home run leader again this year mm-hmm. and he just top to bottom guys hitting every day in and day out it was it's fun to be a part of and everybody is successful when it's like that everybody hitting is contagious i fully believe that and i think once we got going it was you know, one of the more fun teams to be on you know, you brought up Colin Moran, a good player to bring up because uh, he was really going to do something big. You, you just had that feeling, a lot of people around him, that he had made the changes he needed to make, had a great stroke, and then he gets hit in the face with the ball, has to have surgery. Very difficult season for him, but uh, he could really be on the verge of something if he gets an opportunity next year. Oh, yeah, he'll, he'll be a great player. He puts in the work. He, uh, he knows himself. He knows his swing, and he goes out there every night and uh, competes, and I think that's uh, – He's a fun player to play with, and uh, he just got married, by the way. So, congrats to him. But yes. uh, yeah, he uh, he uh, he comes out every day. He he puts his work in. He knows, like I said, his his swing is really really good, and he knows it. He goes out there and he he uh, he knows the game and plays plays well. So, he's a great player. And uh, yeah, that was 
that was so so sad. I mean, him. I mean, he had had a great game. I think the night before, and mm-hmm. just that could have been the 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 big start. And then he that happens. It's just tough. But uh, I think he's a guy that'll definitely come back from it and come back stronger. So uh, it'll be exciting to watch him this year. Right, Sarah. What do we have on social media? You know what, Tyler? They're kind of people are chit-chatting a little bit about you growing up still, and they're trying to say. How do you – we talked about the youth and your influence on the youth and you pushing your way through a 33rd draft pick. Um, but was there any turning moment throughout all of that that was like a big influence on you, whether it was a coach? I, I don't, yeah, I mean, just growing up, uh, my dad was always – he was always a coach, so I think fundamentally I was always a pretty good player. And uh, I just, I didn't, coming up, I didn't have, like, a tool that stood out. I just did everything, like I said, kind of fundamentally sound. And I, I played the game the right way. I always made contact. I didn't swing at bad pitches. And I think that helped me going up because it's something that a lot of people have one big tool, and that's what gets them drafted really high and stuff. And I think that's, I didn't have that, but I had a little bit of all of them, which just kept me pushing forward and pushing up. And, I, and I've always had a lot of confidence in myself. And uh I just continue to play and continue to put in the work to try to be that player. And I walked on in college, got through, got in the lineup, ended up getting myself in the draft. And, uh, yeah, I just kept pushing. And, uh, yeah, it, I don't even think I knew that I could be a big leaguer until I had, like, I had that really good year in 2015 and I did really well in AAA. And I was like, wow, this could – I'm kind of close now. Like, I, I might I might could make it. But, yeah, it was more of just – taking it day in and day out and continuing to, to play the best I could. And then it all kind of went went upward in 15, and it all happened for me that year. So it was a lot of fun. How have you changed? How have you improved as a hitter since the opening of the 2016 season? I think it's just knowing who I am. I think uh, not getting in the moment, not trying to do too much because of where I am, not uh, trying to be the best not trying to be Jose Altuve because he's has something I don't. He can he can run unbelievably fast. His hand-eye coordination is probably the best in the game. He's just that good. But knowing myself and knowing what I can bring to the table, and I think that's something that I had to learn. And I think uh, I was trying to – I got off to a hot start in 16. And I think once I slowed down, I started trying to do too much to uh, – to keep up, and I think if I would have just stuck to my game, I would have been okay, but I kind of lost it mentally, and I think that's why I've got stronger over the past year or so, is just mentally being a better player and mentally uh, just handling myself, handling day in and day out, handling the bad weeks, whereas it don't turn into a bad month. It's just a bad week, and I think that's what I have uh, did a better job at. Isn't that what sets baseball apart, too, from the other sports, is that, sure, there's a mental aspect to all the sports, but this being an everyday sport, and if a hitter goes into a slump, that's when it really gets to be a mental test, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It's a tough game. It's like everybody always says it's a game of failure, and uh, if you, at the level we're at, everyone's super competitive, and no one wants to fail. So, I mean, there's times where your swing just feels so bad, but you want to go out. You still want to get three hits, and it's, it's hard. So I think that's the, the time where I've learned to just like I said, stick to that routine. Try to get that routine as good as possible to where every day you feel you feel good going into the game and you feel like you've prepared. And uh, I think getting ahead of the game, like I said with Verlander, he's such a student. And I think that's huge to uh, to getting yourself ready. I think knowing that if you know the pitchers very well, then you also have a have some sort of advantage on that. And I think that's something that uh, 
I try to do a little bit better this year. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was uh, had a pretty good year up there and uh, just continuing to uh, try and get better every day. Tyler White's our guest. Astroline is the show. We'll be back. One final segment coming your way, brought to you by Carbach Brewing Company right after this. Back on Astroline, one more segment here presented by Carbach Brewing Company with our guest Tyler White on the Houston Astros Radio Network. 2018 Astros season tickets are on sale now. Enjoy some of the best seats at Minute Maid Park, save money, and receive great benefits throughout the season. And we know how much you like that postseason. Call 1-877-9-ASTROS or visit astros.com slash season tickets to get your seats today. Sarah Kincart, what do you want to talk about with Tyler White? Tyler, you got a chance to travel a little bit this season. What's your favorite ballpark you've played in? Hmm. Uh, Cities and everything kind of come into it when you talk about that. And uh, I love uh, love going to Seattle. I like the city. I like just getting to go up there. And uh, it's it's always pretty nice weather, I guess. Early in the season, probably not as much. But when I've been there, it's always been pretty nice weather. And... uh, I went to Toronto once, and I really liked going up to Toronto. It was a really, really cool place, and the walking around there was nice. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, those two are probably the ones that stand out. Uh, playing just in the in the ballpark, like playing-wise, I love playing in Houston. I love the stadium. It's, uh, it's cool. I've always wanted, when I played video games growing up and everything, I always wanted to hit the ball and it hit off stuff and bounce around. And I think that's, that's why I love Houston because it's kind of the same uh, BP and in the games, the ball bounces off the tracks and off the wall, and I think that's really cool. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, I'd say Houston, like just playing, is my favorite part for sure. As far as your hitting goes, you know, we read so much now about technical things the hitters are into, like launch angle and swing path, and it, it seems that the real trend in baseball is hitters trying to hit the ball in the air more than they did before. Have you made any kind of a change in that regard from where you were? I think that my swing always kind of played like that. I think that uh, making it a little bit better has helped that. I know uh, this year, home runs-wise, I was up than normal. And uh, I think that plays into it, just uh, learning to uh, to be more consistent, getting the ball up in the air, but driving it, not hitting pop-ups. I think that's, that's the thing. And, uh, yeah, I mean... I haven't made a whole lot of swing changes throughout. I think just cleaning up some some little things. I think that uh, my swing got a little a little off in the 16th season, and uh, but other than that, I made just a couple of swing changes and uh, just continue to work and uh, be uh, just continue to work on the things that we work on in the system and uh, just to make it my swing as good as possible. When you come from AAA to the big league club, is there a difference in the instruction you're getting? No, I think everybody's on the, the same page pretty good, which is I think is why it kind of holds true to why when guys come up, they, they did pretty well, and uh, they filled in pretty good when guys like Correa had, had the injury this year and just different different people going down for short times. I think the 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 backups did a good job, and I think that's why. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's good. Uh, Jeff Albert was our hitting coordinator in the minor leagues and now he's the assistant so uh yeah he's uh he's a great guy he's did a he did a great job in the minor leagues and uh sure everybody's excited to have him on on at the big league level now absolutely and you come to this club and you're surrounded by guys who are excellent you mentioned a few names there 
Are you the type to try to draw something from what somebody else does, or do you say, no, I have my game and, and they have theirs and they're separate? I'm always looking to get better. Uh, that's uh, that's something that I've always I've always wanted to get better. Everything I do, I want to be as good, the best. I want to be as good as I can be. I try to be the best at it. But, uh, yeah, I think I, I, I try to pick people's brains all the time. I try to uh, talk to pitchers and see what how they would pitch me, just a little thing like that. How would you get me out? Just to kind of see where, I mean, if, if that's what they see, then I'm sure pitchers on the other team see the same things. And I, I try to get get stuff out of, like that out of pitchers and uh, just position players. I mean, I, I talk to Altuve sometimes. He's he's so good that it's hard to talk to him. <laughs> it, it, it's so easy for him that it, it's hard to talk to him about it. But, yeah, I mean, just uh, just different people. I'll come up and just ask him a couple questions like, what were you seeing today? What what made the ball, like, look so big? What what have you made changes? Like, just stuff like that. I love talking, hitting. Uh, I think that's uh, something that I've, I like to uh, learn about. I like to continue to learn about. Like you said, it's changed in the last five years even. And uh, I think that's something that's uh, a lot of fun to talk about and uh, to continue to improve. Are you somewhat amazed that a player like Altuve, who won a batting title, was then willing to add a leg kick and try to add the power and also uh, – channel his aggressiveness in such a way that he was swinging at better pitches because that's a risky thing to do when you're at that level of success to uh, try to bring about change to become even better right I mean I'm, a, I'm literally amazed by everything that guy does he's he's amazing every day he steps on that field he does something and you're like wow he's he's unbelievable he, he he goes 0 for 1 and he's having a bad day like it's unbelievable what he does out there and I mean even things that you don't like realize, he's one of the fastest guys in the game. He's, he's a very good defensive second baseman. He he works hard defensively every day and offensively too. I mean, it's he's fun to watch. He's fun to be on the same team as. He's as humble as anybody. He comes to the field every day and he gets his work in. He's one of the first guys there, the last guy. I mean, it's it's he's a, he's an amazing guy and an amazing teammate. Sarah, do you have any more questions for us? Yeah, I have one more for you, Tyler. Do you have any pregame superstitions? Uh, I'm not very superstitious. I uh, I go to Starbucks about every day. I, I love coffee, but uh, if if I have like a couple bad games in a row, I'll switch up the order sometimes. Or if I have a good game, I'll ride I'll, I'll ride that same coffee out for the whole for, for a few for a few games. But uh, that's about that's about as far as my superstitions go. Like I said, it's more routine, more routine than anything. Not. I wouldn't say superstitious as far as, like, eating the same thing or anything like that. It's more just routine-based. Just get the same work in every day so I feel prepared when I go into the game. Now, we were talking before the show about playing a little golf in the offseason. Are you a guy who likes to hunt as well, or what do you like to do? No, I've never I've never did much hunting. My, my dad never really hunted. He was, like I said, he was a baseball coach, and he's always at the baseball field. So uh, I just followed, followed him. And uh, my parents are young, so my dad actually played uh, – he was playing some baseball when I was growing up, and then he went to softball. And uh, so he played softball, and I played wiffle ball while he was playing softball with all the other little kids running around growing up. And uh, we never did much hunting; just kind of just never been a part of it. I, I like to uh, I like to fish, but I don't I don't do it a whole lot. I do it when I I like to fish like off the piers and stuff at, at the beach. I think that's really fun. But uh, no, right now I'm addicted to golf, so just try and get as good as that. At, as good at that as I can, which yeah. is really hard. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, hitting is hard, too, so there's some transference there of difficulty anyway. Uh, as far as players that you might have looked at when you were 15, 16 years old 
and said, yeah, I think I can be that guy or I really like what he does. Did you have a player that you in particular really liked? Yeah, I mean, I've always been a huge – I was a huge Braves fan growing up, and I was a huge Chipper Jones fan. I love Chipper Jones, and I still have one of his jerseys. So, uh, yeah, he's one of my favorite players. And uh, But hitting-wise, I, I, I mean, he was a switch hitter, so me and him were obviously different. He, he hit left-handed more than he did right-handed. But uh, I always loved Manny Ramirez's swing. Uh, I tried to copy his swing quite a few times, which was impossible. But he, I did my best. But, yeah, he uh, – he was a guy I loved to watch hit, and uh, but like I said, Chipper Jones was my favorite player. Should be a big year for Chipper in the Hall of Fame. What do you think? Yeah, I think I, I hope so. That's. Is there any doubt be. in your mind that he's no, a Hall of Famer? He should be. I think he definitely should be. He's one of the best switch hitters to play the game. So uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be a good year for him. You think he might be playing alongside any future Hall of Famers on this club? Yeah. I do. A few, probably. probably <laughs> definitely a few. It's, uh, you know, you talk about the insights that you get from them, and, uh, of course, they're obvious great physical performers, but still it's that mental side you talked about and, and a Verlander trying to learn more about the game and Altuve. Uh, this kind of becomes infectious sometimes in a clubhouse. Do you see that wearing off on other teammates of yours? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's guys. I mean, Talking about Verlander, another veteran that, I mean, Brian McCann puts in a ton of work every day, and it's he has to do the pitching and the hitting side, so that's crazy. He, I mean, he's in the video room, and just he gets in, he puts in his work every single day, too, which is it's unbelievable. And, yeah, I mean, you see guys like that putting in work who, who are, like I said, just having great careers, and that's, uh, that's something that you, you look up to, and you're like, well, I mean, i got to put in that kind of work to get to where they are, and I think that's something that uh, that made this team better. I mean, Beltron, I mean, he's like a, he's unbelievable too. He put in his work, and uh, and he got he got his World Series. So that's uh, I mean, awesome. He's a great guy. He's a he's a true pro, and uh, he puts in the work, and he he's had he's one of the best switch hitters ever played the game too. So it's uh, it's unbelievable. That's to, true. That could be, be another Hall of Famer right there we're sure, talking about. Sure, we are at the end of the show, Tyler White. Thanks so much for joining us. Great job tonight, Tyler. <laughs> really enjoyed the visit. Thanks for everybody here. Carbach Brewing Company, of course, our sponsor and the hosts here at Pluckers. It's been a great night. Also, our studio producer, Josh C., Matt Boltz, our producer engineer here, Sarah Kincart with social media. We thank all of them and invite you to join us again next week. And Robert Ford and Steve Sparks are about to re-enter the postseason rotation. One of them will be here next week. We hope you enjoy the show then, and we hope you've enjoyed it tonight. For now, Bill Brown saying so long, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.